0: Hey guys, Valentine's Day is right around the corner, and the one thing every single one of you should do is look the absolute best for your significant other. That means yes, even including your face. So there's this new skincare line for men called Tease Hanley. Let me tell you what, guys, it's absolutely amazing. I wear a lot of hats, and in return, it dries my forehead out. I used to put a lot of this girly lotion that my wife keeps around the house on. Uh, I had to apply it three, four, five times a day sometimes. Now I don't need to worry about that. Even after the little time that I've been using it, she says she can notice the difference in my face, the way it looks and feels. Can't go wrong there, right? So this is what I want you to do. Now I use the level three Uh, skincare system. But if you don't know where to start, go to the level one, and this will give you all the basics you need, a face wash, a exfoliating scrub, uh, and AM and PM moisturizers. So this is what you should do now. Go click on the link in the show notes and grab the insane discount that they've set up for all of our DFS Army listeners. Now enjoy the show. In 2015, an elite DFS Army commando unit formed to bring high-level DFS strategy to the masses. Today,
1: hated by DFS sharks and lineup sellers alike, they continue their quest to turn Joe into DFS pro.
0: Good afternoon, everybody. This is your DFS Army Daily Dispatch Bold Calls Edition for Friday, February 8th of 2019. And I am your solo host today as Bear travels to Sunnyside, South Beach in Miami. Um, This show is going to be a little bit different. It is a freebie Friday. So what we're basically going to do, what I'm going to do today is basically uh, go through how I devise my player pool using our DFS Army sim model. Now, one of the reasons why I'm doing this is it is a freebie Friday. uh, So this is accessible to the general public. And um, I I feel like this is one of those tools that if you don't have the proper uh, knowledge on how to use it, that it's very, very difficult to kind of pick up on your own. So this is not only going to be a, um, a tool that, you know, you can get at on Fridays, but, uh, you get through the VIPs, um, once you're a DFS army, VIP member, uh, and we're going to use this as a tutorial video. Uh, I'm gonna use it for FanDuel. It's basically the same thing on DraftKings as well, uh, except you have the multi-position eligibilities. Now, the first thing I've done basically is I've taken it and I have downloaded it to Excel. And the reason why that's important is because I wanna be able to filter, sort, delete, and uh, you can't do that by accessing it through Google Sheets unless you make a copy as well. So uh, that's pretty much what I've done so far um the biggest thing is is when you do download it you down it, it downloads both fandle and draft kings i've deleted all the DraftKings tabs uh so i'm just looking at fandle right now um and now i'm going to basically edit it so uh i only see the information i want to see so min and max exposure and 3x i'm going to go ahead and hide on all these sheets, anything under 20 fantasy points, I'm going to hide. And we are going to talk about plays. This isn't just like a me processing it, but you'll be able to do it kind of, excuse me, go through it as we do it as well. So um, it'll be a a good little tutorial video because it's going to be more in depth than the 15 minute videos that we have out there right now uh, to kind of show you um, the, the basics. So, uh, WAP 400, if you've got, um, if you're a VIP member, you should get an email to, uh, in your email box on how to access our chats. Uh, so you can jump on in there when you do, uh, hit me up and, uh, we'll make sure that, or if you don't by the end of the show hit me up here in the twitch chat and we'll make sure I'll make sure to get your uh information to uh text so he can make sure to get you out there uh or you can hit me up on twitter as well, so that's at boomer's daddy um okay, so now what I've done is I've basically um basically hidden everything that I want and now I'm gonna start narrowing down my player pool. Now what I really do is I deal with the positional tabs uh, which is something that is really really nice Um, and the reason I do that is because uh, I don't need all of these, like, I don't need 145 players at one time that I'm looking at, okay? So looking at it in this is nice in a context of like, if I wanna see, um, you know, just guys over, all guys over, say, 10K, or let's just do 9K, okay? So I go, I did it the complete wrong way, but oh well. I wanna see, look at guys' probabilities over 9K. And I'll go over this a little bit more here in a little bit, but this kind of shows you exactly, um, you know, where their probabilities are now, basically what the SIM model does for those of you that don't know, okay, is it takes all the information from the past 20 games, all their box scores, all their stats. Uh, it basically calculates all of that. And then I run it in a, in an Excel workbook. Uh, I run based on our advp based on uh the minutes that we put in based on uh all the information that i give it i run the simulation of that game 5000 times now i want to point this out real quick because this is this does get confusing okay this mid or mid medium and max okay um Basically the biggest things are medium and max. Out of 5,000 simulations, this basically shows you that Nikola Jokic at least once, out of 5,000 times, at least once hit 104 and at least once hit 30. So this isn't a floor and a ceiling because floor and a ceiling isn't calculated that way. What this is, is this is a range of outcomes, okay? I don't really care about the range of outcomes because you know, how many times is he really going to hit 104? Mm. If I extended this out, probably once, probably it's, it's probably like a 0.005% chance or whatever. So that's why I don't really use that. But I wanted to make sure that nobody got really confused about any of that because that is important. Now, the biggest thing is, is like, you're sitting here, you're looking at ADVPs. This shows up in the domination station as a percentage. Uh, if I wanted to do this, I could just do that right there. And it kind of shows you that um, I can, you know, change that. I love looking at, looking at it like this. Uh, but for the sake of purposes, I think I'll change it for today. Uh, at least in the initial um, model for your viewing pleasure. Should do that right there. Boom, boom, boom and boom okay so i've done that now so let's go to point guards okay let's uh zoom in here um the first thing i'm going to do is i'm going to sort by minutes and if you're not playing 15 minutes for me then you go so toink, you go, peace um if you don't have at least a 30% chance to score 20 fantasy points, you go, peace. Uh, so that that automatically is going to start narrowing down your players list, uh, which is good. I mean, you you don't want to have, when you start looking at stuff, you don't want to have 150 options uh, on an on a eight or nine game slate. So let's make this one bigger. And we're going to do this a little bit differently. So we're gonna number filter greater than or equal to fifteen, and then largest sorts and thirty. So Langston Galloway, Damien Dotson, Alonzo Craig, Gown. Okay, and we're gonna do it over here. <laughs> kaboom big ben yeah um i've i dfs has made me a freaking like i never thought i would know excel the way i do and now i do um i know how to oops um i know how to uh greater than or equal to 15 um i know how to do a lot of things in excel that i never thought i'd be a, I, i'd know how to do Um, and that's why I kind of do this now, but I do this twice a day. I get an initial player pool, um, you know, and I have my own model that runs into the DS as well. Uh, that's how we get all of our projections and stuff. So I use both hand in hand. Like I don't use one more than the other. Uh, if I did, it would be the DS and that's when I have You know, little time, just because I've had that model a lot longer and I've built it up. But um, I, I basically use both of these a lot uh, on an any given day. So, so we got a that right there. Hide. Hide. I'm trying to make these big enough for everybody to see. Um So, uh one of the one of the things that I learned early on with NBA was, you know, minutes equal money, and that's true to a sense, but I also want to make sure that everybody understands that not all minutes are created equal. Uh so, um a guy can play, you know, 35 minutes and um it's uh, a guy can play 35 minutes and you know, a lot of them can be empty minutes. Simp, I use uh 20 to start out just because if a guy has a high fantasy point per minute and high probabilities to get like 20, 25, because he average in the, the matchup with the ADVP, he could end up averaging um, here. Let's see. Um, there's gotta be somebody here. Uh, got to be somebody. Okay. So like Jabari Parker, he's only going to play. Uh, he's not, I don't think there's anybody that's got a high fantasy point per minute. Um, they, I normally will sit there and do 15 just because of those high fantasy point per minute guys. Um, you know, good ADVP matchups, but it doesn't look like there's anyone. I guess the best one would be a, like a Rashawn Holmes against Golden State. Um, but it doesn't look like there's anybody really to that point. Um yeah, and okay, so dom rep one two two eight five um I, I the the guys that just started um playing with their teams they're not in this and so like with Damian Dotson um you know he's right now our minutes projections don't have him doing well now when the final model comes out as we gather information throughout the day, then obviously, um, you know, he could end up working his way back in. But with the information that we have at the moment, and I know Wesley Matthews is in the process of getting bought out if he hasn't been already. I uh, have not checked Twitter this morning yet. Um, you know, it's it's just one of those situations where this is building an initial player pool, and then I'll go back and I check. You know, all the news and stuff. And just because they're in, um, yeah, I don't care about starting or not starting, especially with the Knicks and their guard situation. Um it's it's just one of those things like Fizdale, they they have no motivation to win. Fizdale kind of will play the hot hand. So it could be Dotson, it could be Alonzo Trier, um it it could be it it could be DSJ, uh, it, it could be a lot of things. So um, don't take like this player pool as gospel. If we're going, if, if, if we're, as the news kind of goes along, then we can add people in there. So if I end up liking some of the Knicks guards a little bit later, I won't be afraid to add them in there. But just from the information that we've put into the SIM model uh, about 45 minutes ago, this is how I kind of narrow it down. I don't want to look at the fluff right now. I just want to look at, at this right here um, because this gets my initial player pool started. Um, <laughs> I think if you're giving Fixdale more credit than he... He's a good coach. They just have no no motivation to win. They don't want to win. And he's he, he'll throw out... PB, his rotations are horrible. Uh, right now for DFS purposes, but I do think he's a good coach. Um, Hey boomer, I'm on a MacBook, And when I open Excel, I can't sort the columns. Oh, you have to go over here to filter, sort and filter. Um, and it brings up these arrows. So I just usually highlight there. I click sort, I click filter and it brings all those up. You have to do that for each page. So, uh, let's start out here at point guards. Um, as I bring this in here. Uh, Now, the first thing I'm gonna do is, obviously I've uh, kind of narrowed it down to 20 points, okay? And I'll sort and I'll go, Pop Jr. (laughs) Pop just just gives us the middle finger all the time. And I'll start sorting by 30, 40, 50 fantasy points and stuff like this and I'll work my way up, okay? So because there's only like a two and a two and a 1% chance for, you know, these guys to hit 60 fantasy points. I'm going to hide that column because it doesn't really matter. And that way I can kind of do this right here and you guys can see more of the screen. Um, yeah, highlight that whole row before you just, so just click on the box two and or or box a two and drag all the way over and then click on that. So, um, then I'm going to start hitting on four X. So with guys that, um, have less than a 50% chance to hit four X, I kind of narrowed, I kind of get out. Like I don't care about Reggie Jackson or Thomas Sederowski. So boom. Um, you know, and then I'll start kind of going through these probabilities here. Um, Eric Bledsoe, 7,800 against Dallas. The ADVP is a 107. Um, You know, he's got a 35% chance to hit 6X. He's probably going to hit 7X or 5X. Um, These are, okay, so let's let's start over here. When you sort by 5X, okay, if they don't have a 50% chance, unless they're like dirt cheap, like Frank Jackson getting 35 minutes, or a guy like Ben Simmons um, who's you know like 9,300, or Chris Dunn who's going up against Brooklyn, um, you know, stuff like that, then I I don't really consider them for cash games. Uh, and then depending on who the players are and stuff, like Matthew Vadova at 25 minutes, even though he's 3,500, he's only a drop score on FanDuel. So what I'll do is I'll click him right here and I'll highlight him yellow as a drop. Okay. And I usually do green is cat or green is tournament and blue is cash. Okay. That way I can go back afterwards and I can write each position down, uh, on who I've got interest in, (coughs) excuse me. Um, so the next thing I want to do is I want to look at, you know, six X and seven X. So this has Derek Rose and Jeff Teigen. Um I usually put an orange for guys that could or could not be questionable. Um or guys that you know are gonna affect something. Like if both of these guys are out, obviously Jared Bayless becomes a play. Uh which is a huge, huge, huge thing. Um, you know, 20 fantasy points, you can oops. You can start to look at, and what I do is I basically just go through and, okay, so 5X, got Shabazz Napier. He's in a good ADVP matchup against Chicago. He's going to see a lot of Chris Dunn, which isn't the greatest, but also keep in mind that Karis LeVert is back tonight. He is going to have his minutes kind of um, uh, monitored a little bit, I think probably around 15 to 20 But uh, that is something that we have to take into consideration. That's one of the reasons why he's got a little bit of a knockdown in minutes. But he's performed well. So because of the situation is a little unknown with Karis LeVert coming back, with the D'Angelo Russell, uh, like the Nets are fully healthy now. Um, I'm going to put him as a GPP play only. So he becomes green. Colin Sexton had a fantastic uh, game against uh, the... The um, I think the Pelicans, um, but his last game was was really really good. Uh, the DS loved him a lot. Um, he's going to be a tournament option because I fear the ownership could be overextended against Washington. Okay, this is the one I w- I want to look at. Chris Dunn. Now, Chris Dunn, if I remember correctly, going in looking. Okay, Chris Dunn's last game was a forty-one point eight against New Orleans. Okay, obviously New Orleans is a very, very, very good um, uh, ADVP matchup. So what I want to, but Brooklyn is also a good one. We can look at New Orleans, and we know that that's a a really good one. Uh, Sorry, 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 Uh, Jeff T. So we know that the point guard's a really good one. So this right here would probably be where I would start my cash games. So he becomes a blue, um, I can open it in Google sheets, but I can't figure out where. Okay. So in Google sheets, you'll go to file downloads as Microsoft Excel. Archie just so you know, just pull that over real quick. So that's how you do that. Um, Wait about 10 seconds and you'll see it. Uh, So I've I've started to kind of narrow things down. You know, you go by, you can sort by ADVP and you can look at the best matchups, Milwaukee, uh, Eric Bledsoe, George Hill, um, You know they've they've got a good nice little matchup there. I still don't know. Um, we can't remove guys out the list. Just delete them or filter them. Uh, okay. Sounds good. Um. So you start looking at you know the positive advp matchups Uh, a lot of people are probably going to be scared off of steph curry because of um you know the the quote unquote blowout factor with phoenix i don't really care about blowout factors um i want to know fantasy points okay um, I don't try to predict blowouts because as soon as you do, you end up in a situation where Russ and PG go off against new Orleans. And that game is close well into the fourth quarter. Um, you know, blowouts, they'll hurt you, but trying to predict them is at best a 50, 50, uh, yeah, you can make a copy in Google sheets as well. Uh, at best is a 50, 50 proposition for me. So, um, I mean, you could sit here and filter by however you want. Now, what I do is like, I don't like using these a lot because it's based on price and it's not conducive to the sliding scale that I want. Um, this just gives you a basic, you know, how many times they hit 5X their current salary, how many times they hit 6X their current salary. You know, I use it as a guide, but I don't use it as a, Uh, determination on whether or not I'm going to actually play a guy because if you're telling me I don't have interest in Steph Curry tonight um, against Phoenix because he only hit 5x 24 times I'd say you're nuts because I can sit here and go to 45 points and he hit it less now I'll have more interest in Eric Bledsoe and Ben Simmons because they hit it more but that doesn't mean that I'm going to automatically, you know, fade Steph Curry just because of this. Okay. So I use the fantasy points a lot more than I actually use the multipliers just because, um, of the salaries and stuff. And I would, I have the sliding scales. So, uh, that's kind of one of those reasons why I do that. Um, uh, but what I'll do is I'll go through and I'll put here, I'll put him as a uh, tournament. Um, I love Eric Bledsoe tonight. I love the matchup. But the whole situation with uh, Middleton and Giannis and Bledsoe is a little scary to me, having all of those guys. He's, He's definitely an option. He's definitely in play. But... All of these guys are are extremely difficult. Like point guard is not easy tonight to kind of decipher between. Um, it's it's very, very difficult. And I could definitely see if both Rose and Tiger out, uh Jared Bayless becoming, you know, obviously mega Uber chalk cash game type of thing and and a big, big pairing in cash games on Fanduel being uh Chris Dunn and Jared Bayless. So Uh, that's something to keep an eye on throughout the day as well. Um, you know, for drops and stuff, uh, 22, 23 minutes, you look at their fantasy points. It's not really a lot. Um, you know, the reason why I kind of like Matthew Delvedova a little bit more, he's getting a little bit more run. Um, you know, he's going to play more minutes than either one of those two guys and he's cheaper. So, that's where he became a drop over um, Bayless left last night's game and the fourth did not return. So he's questionable as well. Um, I have not looked at a lot of the injuries. So we get Kevin Love questionable today. I'm looking at him right now. Tyler Johnson. Yeah, I guess uh, (laughs) with a toe. Uh, All three point guards there in Minnesota are questionable. So that could be fun. That could be a lot of fun. Uh, Let's go on to shooting guards here. Um, Just kind of try to work through this a little bit. Uh, Yeah, Isaiah Kane (laughs) is the next man up. It's... uh, uh, a lot of fun so um yeah kevin love's probably going to be on a minutes restriction i uh, just want to look here real quick i want to see how much he is uh he's not in here because he hasn't played uh he'll be on my player pool restriction <laughs> um so kevin love is 5k on fandle and if he's on a minutes restriction of 20 to 25 i could see kind of him playing or him being in play in tournaments over there um if he's i think he'd have to be on the 25 for me to play him but if you don't think that somebody's going to take a shot on kevin love hoping he comes out and starts uh, raining and draining threes then uh you know it's probably <laughs> they we've seen him do it before so and all they have in nba. Yeah, they do, Semp. You've had a lot of success over there in previous years. Semp trolling on a freaking live show. Uh, okay, so let's start looking at uh some of these shooting guards. Um Alec Burke is or Alex Burks uh for Sacramento. Um I'm just going to be 100% honest. I do not like the Sacramento situation today with them um yeah, my single entry process is the same as MME. Um up into a certain point. And then I kind of differ a little bit. Um I usually don't put one entry in. Um I usually do at least three so I can mix and match some combinations. But even when I'm building a single entry tournament lineup, uh I do have those points where I do veer a little bit away um and that'll be a another discussion in another video um but okay so I don't like the Sacramento situation I'm just going to be completely 100% honest um let's go to 60 okay so we've got uh Luka Dantic, who's got a 22% chance to hit 60 against Milwaukee Um, he's definitely going to be a GPP consideration because I think he's going to be low owned because not a lot of people are going to pay 10 K for a 19 year old. Um, but going back to the Sacramento guys. So I'm going to do this here just so we can view them all, uh, between these three, you can see the ADVP matchup is absolutely over. And this is over the last two weeks is absolutely freaking phenomenal buddy is probably your best bet you know he's going to get 30 plus minutes uh bogdanovich is your second guess and then alec burks were gonna take a shot on at 16 minutes we'll see how that changes throughout the day but because of the fact that he is Less than, or he's more expensive than Tony Snell, Luke Kennard, Deion Waiters, all of these guys, all the way up to Monty Morris, all of these guys, he's more expensive than delete. He's not even going to make the conversation. Okay. Uh, Tony Snell. I don't usually play a lot of Tony Snell. He doesn't do anything for me. He's going to play 27 minutes. And remember what I was talking about? Empty minutes. Probably not going to do it. Um, so when I've got a large player pool like this on the 20 fantasy points, I'm going to restrict it a little bit more. Uh, yeah. If buddy's shots not falling, you are kind of screwed a little bit. Um, but he's also one of those guys, you know, that becomes, that's why he's a a great tournament option, especially at 6,500 in this type of matchup, uh, playing 32 minutes, because if his shot is falling, he's one of those guys that can carry the team for a quarter and a half, two quarters. Um, and he's also one of the guys that can put out, put up a four halfway through the second. And then he ends up with 42, uh, we've seen it happen. So, um, Bogdanovich is the same way, you know, uh, both of those guys are guys that go in and out of streaks. Um, and then when you set the DS lineups, uh, I don't usually pair both of them, either of them together. You know, I'll set a rule saying, you know, if I'm creating 50 lineups or whatever, 150 lineups or however many, I won't pair those two together uh, because I know one of them is going to go off. And one of them's if very rarely do both of them go off in the same game is what I'm trying to say, I guess. So um, I start narrowing it down. Let's go to ADVP matchups and start from the ground up. Devin Booker. uh, uh I. If I'm playing Steph, if I'm playing Durant, uh Clay, you know, uh try to get a ping pong, I might put in a Devin Booker because he's a guy that can carry a team. Uh I think Tyler Johnson's gonna be available tonight, so I'm a little, little scared about that. I'm not sure what kind of Because uh, Tyler Johnson is a guy that's gonna come in and, and jack up shots. Uh we've seen it happen before. So um he's a maybe type for me. Um, just with, I'm not really worried about the ADVP. Uh, he is going to see a lot of clay as long as this game is close, but he's also a guy that has lit up guys like Marcus smart before. So guys in tough matchups. Um, and what I would do is I'd probably put, uh, a a different color. Let's see here. Let's put a, uh, let's figure out a color here. of light blue just so I'll know to go back and look uh yeah I know he's questionable but um I'll go back and look and see on stat news what he's done against the Warriors in their history um and then kind of make a decision from there but I won't do that at the moment so um and then we look at Zach Levine against Brooklyn now one of the things that we've kind of had progress with um, or not progress, but success with is not just blindly targeting the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, there are certain spots, obviously you can target them, but guys like Zach Levine who need the ball in their hands. Now you're adding in Otto Porter. Now you have in, um, Karras, or are not Otto Porter. Uh, you still have Lori Markkinen. Um, yes, they did get, they've gotten rid of Justin holiday. They've gotten rid of, you know, Jabari Parker, um, and Bobby Portis, but you've still got guys there that require the ball in their hands and they don't know how to work together right now. And they're going into a tough place to play in Brooklyn, uh, who is playing very well. Um, so I'm probably not going to play a lot of Zach Levine today. I, I don't know if I like that situation. Um, As far as so, I would probably as of right now, I'm probably just going to hide him. Okay, Um, you know Malik Beasley. Okay, Uh, Monty Morris. With these guys, I need. I would need Jamal Murray to to be out, but since he's not, he's not even on the injury report. If I do want to take a shot at somebody, it's probably going to be Malik Beasley. But I don't feel comfortable about it. Um, so he's going to be like another guy that is on the GPP list because he's a maybe type of situation. You know, Malcolm Brogdon against Dallas. If you don't, if you want to take a little bit of the savings and um, you know, not play Eric Bledsoe, you could play him. Andrew Wiggins. Now this is a situation that I, I, we, we're going to need to address because um, if we look at it and we go to 30 fantasy points, okay, the way this situation is currently conducted okay, with Andrew Wiggins, both with George, or not George, um, Jeff Teague and Derek Rose in. I'm probably not going to play Wiggins if they both play. Okay? But let's say, Bayless, Teague, and Rose are out. Now we have a situation where Andrew Wiggins will automatically, outside of Isaiah Canaan, become the de facto point guard in a very, very high-paced game that should be high scoring. Um, this is a wait and see with me. I don't typically play Andrew Wiggins outside of playing the Thunder or the Lakers um, or the Utah Jazz but that might be because of the fact that he's only 6k because of the fact that he's going to see a lot of the the ball handling that might be a situation if we get word before that I'll either or if we get word before that I'll definitely revisit if not then I'll take a look at it later on and see if I want to take a shot depending on how I feel those three guys are leaning whether they're going to be playing or not playing um so he becomes you know a maybe guy for me so I, i'll leave him there um let's see here let's go to 20 fantasy points uh yeah it is a weird set of teams for him to go off on because two of them are are typically overall pretty good defensively in oklahoma city and utah now the lakers i can kind of see but um, with Oklahoma City and Utah, it is, it, it is a weird set of teams, but he always seems to light him up. So, uh, so if I got 20 fantasy points, um, we see it, kind of the situation. Uh, Luke Knard uh, is going to get a lot of minutes, and from what I've been hearing about... I'll get to Kogi here in just a sec. Um, actually... A Kogi would need would need one of those guys out for me. I think um, would need at least one of Tegros or Bayless out, one of those main rotation guys, um, for me to have interest there. But he is on the radar. Uh, make no mistake about it. He might not be in this uh, kind of player pool right now, but he is. He is on my mind. Um, so who were we talking about? I just forgot. Oh, Luke Kennard. Okay. So Luke Kennard, I have been reading a lot of the, the, uh, Detroit Pistons. Ron Beard, if you don't follow him on Twitter is uh, a great follow. Um, he's DFS. He's pro DFS. So he, he does interact with DFS players a lot. As long as you're, you know, cordial with them, he'll, he'll usually respond, um, to some of your intelligent questions. Uh, and he knows that you know, we kind of depend on him for uh, some inside information. He says that Luke Kennard, or he had an interview with the owner after the trade deadline, and they've basically given Luke Kennard the green light to shoot. Um, so he would become a GPP type of guy for me. Um, depending what his price would be on DK, which I don't know, I haven't looked at DK yet, uh, would kind of include it a little bit more maybe if he's cheaper over there. Uh, I might have minimal exposure on FanDuel, but more exposure on DK where I can get the bonus for three points when he shoots there. Uh, You know, Dion Waiters, he's playing 30 minutes again. He's got a fantastic matchup. Um, I think I would probably go there over Luke Kennard on FanDuel and over Andre Iguodala as well, who's only going to play 21 minutes. So for the sake of this, Right now, I'm deleting Luke Kennard and Andre Iguodala. I'm gonna ho- go ahead and delete Monty Morris. Like I said, I need uh, Jamal Murray to be out in order for me to have interest there. Um, Andrew Wiggins, obviously. David Nwaba is is interesting, very, very interesting, because here's the reason why. He's 4,300, so he's a perfect drop score candidate. Let's go ahead and highlight Dion Waiters here as a drop. Okay. Um and you can use whatever color, it doesn't matter. But David Nwaba is, is dang it, is 4,300. So he's a very, very interesting drop score candidate. Okay, And I'll get to Jordan Clarkson uh, here in just a second as well. Um, but he's playing 27 minutes now that they got rid of Alec Burks. Uh, him and Jordan Clarkson are going to get more run. Um, it's a positive matchup. I don't mind Jordan Clarkson for GPPs. But David Nwaba, for me, currently at this moment, he's very, very close to becoming a part of my core. Um, I'm not going to have probably two drop score candidates at the shooting guard position because of the fact that, um, you know, it – Misses me on Clay, Booker, Buddy, uh, Drew, Beal, Russell, Dontich. It, it gets me out of those range for one of them. But I really, really do like David Duba tonight. Um, if you go ahead and you sort by fantasy points, he is a guy that if we go to thir- 30 fantasy points, we can highlight this right here. You know, He's a guy that's got a 61% chance to hit 30 fantasy points. He's got an 83% chance to hit 25 We've got his projection at 32.36, which would be right here in this range. I would say it's probably right around a 50% chance. Um, That's seven X guys, that's seven and a half X. And that's amazing because what that does on FanDuel is that gives you that extra cushion that you need in order to absolutely just add another stud in there or add another drop score. Um, so you could as of right now with the information that we have, I can play David Nwaba and still play two more drop score candidates um in my lineup and feel pretty good about it at the moment. Okay. Uh Dwayne Wade, who had a really good game in, in uh Portland the other night. Um I, I'm not sure about. Um Bogdanovich, we already talked about. Andrew Wiggins, we already talked about. Brogdon, we already talked about. Um, Hard to pass up, even if you don't know. Yeah, on FanDuel, he's he's really hard to pass up because of the fact that you have that cushion as a drop score. Now, I will say this. If he ends up becoming your drop score and you've put two more drop score candidates to compete in there, you're screwed. You're not winning Um, unless those other two go off and then he does become your drop score. Um, so he has to do bad, plus the other two have to do good. So it's it's one of those situations where, you know, you've got to be careful in your roster construction. So, But as of right now, I'm not looking at him as a drop score. You can play him as one, but I'm not looking at him as one. Okay. So let's look at some of these top guys. Uh, Clay Thompson, I, I feel, is always in play. Uh, especially, you know, in these types of matchups, he can go off and like these Golden State guys, I don't I'm not gonna stack them. Uh, cause I don't know how close this game's gonna be. I'll uh, have to do a little bit more research on that. But as of right now, I'm not feeling like I'm gonna stack them. But you know, I don't mind playing like a clay and a Draymond together. Uh because you know, if clay goes off, Draymond can still go off because he doesn't need to score points in order to produce. Um, I also don't know what Draymond's price is, but like a Curry and a Durant, I'm not going to play together a Curry and a clay. I'm not going to play together. Um, and if it's Clay's birthday, then I'm all in not really, but he'll be a major part of my lineup. So, uh, we talked about buddy. I, I love buddy as a GPP play. So let's, uh, do that right there. Uh, Jimmy Butler I'm out on, and here's the reason why. First off, I don't care that Gary Harris isn't going to be in the game. Uh, Tobias Harris, Boban Marjanovic, uh, all of those guys that they traded for, uh, they're going to be active today. And I'm just letting you know that situation. I'm very, very hesitant to play any Sixers in that situation tonight, uh, outside of you know uh, tournament shots, like low exposures. And then even then, I'm probably only going to be playing like. Um, uh and bead. and that would be on DK where I compare him with Jokic and try to get a ping pong or Ben Simmons. So I'm probably out on Jimmy Butler. Uh I don't know what his price on DK is. Um if he's below like 75, if he's 75 or below, I might have some exposure, but probably not. So on FanDuel at least, I'm out. Okay. Bradley Beal against Cleveland. Uh, I I love playing Bradley Beal. The problem is, is I've got to make a decision between Bradley Beal and Drew Holiday. Here's the here's the thing, they're both absolutely fantastic plays tonight. I cannot fault you on either one of these. Okay, this is where tournament game theory is going to kind of kind of come into play. You are going to see a lot of people automatically go to Drew Holiday because of the matchup, because of the advp, because of you know, who they're playing and all of that. Drew Holiday, by far, a great cash game play tonight, in my opinion. Okay? I, I don't, we'll talk about AD here in a little bit. 7,300 on DK for Butler, he's in play. Okay, in, in tournaments for me. Um, So, Bradley Beal. This is where you take your game theory and you plug him in. Pivot a couple times from Drew Holiday to Bradley Beal. Heck, you could even play them both if you wanted to in the same lineup. Uh, I'm not against that, but then you're obviously skipping out on any of these other guys, okay? So D'Angelo Russell, look at him. 75% chance to hit 45 points, 51% chance to hit 50 points. He's got the second best chance to hit 55 points at the position. Here we go, Drew Holiday. Or sorry, D'Angelo Russell. He's a GPP play only because of the Nets being healthy. Okay, I don't know what his ownership's going to be yet. Um, we'll see later on this afternoon. But he's a tournament play only because of that factor right there. Okay, Clay Thompson's birthday, obviously. Boom. So I've got some cash game options. I'm waiting on some other options to kind of um, make themselves a little bit more clear. If you wanted another cash game option to go along with that, uh, you know, you could probably put Bradley Beal as a cash game. Don't mind that at all. Jordan Clarkson, um, I wouldn't mind that at all either. Uh, Any of these guys, if we sort by 5X, that uh, I wouldn't do Malik Beasley because that situation is pretty fluid there in Denver uh, or Bogdanovich. Um, And then... Or Wade, but any of these other guys could probably, you can make a case for cash games, um, except for maybe Dion waiters. If Andrew Wiggins, if, if any of, if two of these guys are out for, uh, Minnesota, Andrew Wiggins, you can make a case at his price in cash games as well. Okay. If these guys play, if Teague Rose, um, and Bayless are all active, I'm out on Wiggins. I, I'm not because his ownership's going to be, uh, higher because of what he just did yesterday. Okay. Let's start looking at small forwards here. Now we've got a 27% chance for Giannis Antetokounmpo against Dallas, bad ADVP, but remember they just got rid of Harrison Barnes. So that is just over the last two weeks. Giannis is always, always, always going to be in play for me, uh, along with Kevin Durant at some point for some exposure. Okay. So those two guys, we can kind of just not worry about and not have to, let me, discuss a lot. They're good at basketball. These elite guys that are really good at basketball uh that we've seen them crush in all sorts of types of matchups. Um we can make a decision on them based on roster construction later, but as of right now, not worried about it. We know what they're good for, okay? Now here we go. JJ Redick 4900 versus Denver, okay? Because his price is so low and I think he's questionable. Double check. Joel Embiid is questionable. AJ Redick is probable. Okay. Um, because of these guys, all of these guys, it's new. New with them. Um, there's some shots that are going to have to go to Tobias Harris. Okay. Uh, like I said, I'm very, very, very scared to play any of these Sixers, not named Joel Embiid um, or Ben Simmons in tournaments. Um, If you want to take a shot on JJ because he's cheap, I don't mind it if you're building, I'd say 20 plus lineups, 20 or more lineups, um, you know, and also kind of depending on what his price is on DK would kind of go from there as well. Uh, But for the sake of this, I'm out. The reason why I'm out is because of the situation of the team, not anything to do with the sim model and the simulations, okay? So let's get out of that. Okay, so we go to 25 points, we're going to sort and start going through here. Kelly Ubre. Um again, it's it's a little bit different of the situation. I don't think that I'm going to be playing Ubre outside of tournaments because I know TJ Warren's out, but if Booker's out, then yes, I'll I'll play some Kelly Ubre. Um, I could even, you could even make a case for some Tyler Johnson. Uh, but if Booker's out, I want this guy right here, Josh Jackson. Okay. Um, because he is an animal when, uh, Booker is out. Okay. and, and, Everything would reflect that as well. So, uh, Trevor Ariza. So this guy, let's—he's going to be a question mark. Trevor Ariza, right now uh, against Cleveland. Okay, um, I'm a little scared of because of the trades that happened. I think he's a professional. I think he's going to play hard, anyways. But at uh, 45% to get 30. You know, when he's 6,200 and 18% to get 35, I'm not really, not really liking that a lot. Okay. Um, like this position is horrible today. When Dorian Finney Smith is 5k, yeah, this is horrible. Uh, he's going to get a ton of minutes. I guess you could say that this, he could, he's in the discussion maybe for GPPs. Um, Josh Richardson, just Justice Winslow. I'll take the chance on Justice Winslow here because he's going to be running the point guard situation. Um, I don't quite have the modified positions to show ADVPs uh, set up yet. But if we go back and we look at the point guard or let's see, Miami, Miami, Miami. Oh, gosh, there's got to be here. Let's look. uh Lewis are you talking about the sim model in particular for your desktop um you're gonna have to kind of expand on the question a little bit okay so sacramento's a d v p is um going is a ninety eight point three percent okay um So it's a little bit below negative, but you can see it's not quite as negative as Josh Richardson. I think he's a good play, okay? Um, Oh, the stream, if you go to twitch.com and then you search. All right, here, let me just show this, share this link. Um, there you go. Um, so I do like Justice Winslow for GPPs, um, going into that situation, uh, Otto Porter Jr., uh, Chicago against Brooklyn, uh, probably not going to be playing him tonight. Uh, just don't know the situation and, uh, not really, um, confident on the price for that. Um, DeMar Carroll went off last game, Joe Harris, Karis Levert, like these, this whole situation I'm probably out on as well, uh, at this moment, unless one of them is ruled out. Um, will Barton 5,200, I, with Gary Harris out, I, I, I know Malik Beasley. I, I know all these guys, but the Gary Harris or the will Barton game is coming. I can promise you that. So he's going to be like a GPP option for me as well. There's not a lot of cash options here, at least from the sim model today, guys. Unless you want to go, I mean, both of these guys, I guess, could be good for cash because Durant's price is under 10K. Uh, Mikkel Bridges for Phoenix, uh, been getting, playing a ton of minutes. I actually love this for cash games. Okay. Oops. Uh, because he'll play a lot of, dang it. He'll play a lot of the, yeah, that was right. Uh, two guards. Uh, yeah, Will is due for a breakout game. I don't like the term "is due," but uh, we know that the Will Barton game is coming, and his price just keeps going down. Um, and I think people are going to kind of jump off of that bandwagon there. So Kevin Knox against Detroit, um, probably not. I, I know the minutes. Um, I, I, I'm not probably going to go there. Uh, this. Position looks like a disaster today, so what I might do a little bit later on is I might try to go find some drop score candidates um to kind of add in there uh, and and see what happens as news kind of breaks uh jabari parker um tournaments I don't mind it he's he's in uh playing for his next contract mode uh and i think that he could be a long term or like washington could be a suitor for him so i think he might want to try to prove himself and what better team to do it against than cleveland um i think he plays about 23 minutes i we've i know we've got him at 20 right now but i think he plays a little bit more um minutes there when you got to remember no more key, especially if he ends up starting, um, that could, he could end up becoming, becoming chalk and becoming cash game viable. So that's the situation we're gonna have to learn. Uh, this is a really bad day to do this on because of all the unknowns because of the trade situation. So uh, let's do this right here. Uh, Anthony Davis. Um. Okay, so let's talk about this real quick. He is going to have his minutes monitored. He is going to be viable to play or available to play. um, And he's going to have his minutes reduced. Now, whether that's 35 rather than the, uh, let's see, what he was playing before um, to Spendy. Um, Yeah, but I've got to address the situation because he's, I think he's affordable on DraftKings. So he was averaging between 37 to 40 minutes a game before the injury. If he's playing 32 to 35, like the last game that he played um, around 35 minutes, I... or he played exactly 35 minutes that wasn't Portland, was against Memphis, he put up a 69. He put up 53 and a half. um, He put up 53 and a half against uh, Cleveland in 28 minutes. So I do agree that on Dandle, he's probably too expensive at 13K. But on DK, where I'm looking right now, Um, he is eleven two. two, I think he's viable over there. So, but since this is Fandle, we're going to take him out. Okay. So now we've got Lori marketing. We've got Julius Randle, Blake Griffin, got to watch out. Um, yeah, if, if they're talking about cutting his minutes and reducing his minutes, um, you know, it's, it's, it's extremely difficult to play 13 K for him, um, And we just got word that Chris Middleton is out. So that's going to change things. Um... Okay. I had to let my mom know when I was going to be going to get Cam. Um, so that's going to change things as far as this, but we're still going to address it as this situation because now with Middleton out, that brings in Bledsoe, that brings in Giannis more, uh, brings in Brogdon more, um, you know, guys like that. So, um, so let's talk about, you know, some of these power forwards. Julius Randle, I believe, is questionable. Uh, I should just leave this up. Uh, I love Bledsoe more now with Middleton out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I even don't mind George Hill is possibly a drop candidate now. Uh, You know, and Malcolm Brogdon's also also an option. So Julius Randle, I want to see if he's more towards the good side or bad side of questionable. It doesn't actually look like Julius Randle's on the injury report. So don't have to worry about that. Um, I love him in this game against, uh, especially if they're going to reduce 80s minutes a little bit. Um, I do love him. I think marketing's in play against Brooklyn. Obviously you can see the ADVP and you can look at it. Uh, let's start doing, um, WAP 4,000. I'll get to centers here in just a moment. Uh, I think now, yeah, probably because I don't think that, uh, Miritich is, I think Miritich is doubtful, uh, for tonight. So, but yeah, we'll talk about that situation here in just a moment. Um, oops. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you've got, um, Blake Griffin, obviously against New York. Uh, is that game in? New York. It is not. It's in Detroit. Okay. So, either way, I think he's still a good play. Um, 9K is a little bit of a su- de- suppressed price. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and hide the 55 and 60 columns just because of the fact that there's not a lot of percentages there. So, I can, uh, zoom in a little bit more for everybody. There we go. Okay. Um, So Blake Griffin, I think he's obviously in play. I don't know about cash. I think I'd rather play Laurie or Randall in cash. Draymond Green at 6,700 against Phoenix. Absolutely. Bagley, like these two guys right here absolutely are, you know, if you want to say Draymond's a cash gameplay or a GPP only, then I could, I guess I could defend you on that. But for me, they're both great in cash. Um, Bagley's getting a lot of the run at the five as well. Um, because they've kind of reduced Willie Colley Stein's minutes a little bit. Now, if Willie Colley, if, if Hassan White's side is out there a lot, then I think Willie Colley Stein's going to be out there a lot. Um, I think that's more of a tournament option, but at their prices with what they can do, I, I love them both for cash games. Okay. So we've got the 20. Uh, Rashawn Holmes, I would need somebody to be out, um, you know, because he's not playing a lot of minutes, uh, you know, James Johnson, Dario Saric could be a drop candidate. So let's highlight these guys. Um, Ed Davis, probably not going to touch Ed Davis because of everybody. Like we've said over and over and over with Brooklyn, uh, Paul Millsap. 26 minutes against Philly, 5,500. He could go off. Um, I'm probably not going to do it, just to be completely honest. Um, Not when I can go get some of these other guys that are going to play just about just more minutes. I mean, Todd Gibson is $1,400 cheaper, going to play the same amount of minutes and is is in a better matchup. Um, So probably not going to do that here. Uh, Maxa Kleber. That's, he's going to see a lot of Giannis. Um, I don't know if I can do it. Probably out. I, I maybe later he might come back in. Um, Bobby Portis. I, I, he's going to, I, I want to see the starting lineup for the, uh, Wizards, because that's gonna. Basically, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Jeff Green comes off the bench and they start. Uh, Portis at the four, or yeah, Portis at the four and um, uh, Thomas Bryant at the five, um, you know, and put Jabari Parker at the three, uh, you know, a at the, you know, there's a lot of different ways that Scott Brooks can go along with this. Um, I I've got to see the starting lineup though. Um, and that's going to change my opinion on exactly how I deal with that situation there uh, in Washington. So I'm going to leave them white right now. Taj Gibson, I think, is a great drop candidate. I also think he's almost uh, cash viable um, at this moment. Uh, so Josh Jackson, if Devin Booker's out, he's cash. If not, then I'm probably out at the elevated price tag. Uh, Larry Nance, I really, really, really do like tonight. He's GPP only, though. Julius Randle is... Uh, pretty much cash viable for me um, because of the fact that, you know, I go here, he's got the highest percentage to hit 45 fantasy points. Okay. Um, And I always love, love, love that. So uh, you know, Laurie marketing against Brooklyn, love that right there, but I'm a little scared of the situation with Otto Porter. So he's going to be a GPP only. Okay. Uh, Dwight Powell against Milwaukee. Uh, going to see a lot of Brooke. Um, be be out on the perimeter a lot. I'm not sure I like it. But I'm going to have to look at it a little bit. So, And then Noah Vonley against... Uh, if he's starting at the 5, I like it a lot more than if he's starting at the... Uh, at the four. Um, so it's, it's one of those situations that um, I'm gonna have to play it by ear on the starting lineup. So, but right now the way I'm leaning is like a combination of Julius and Draymond uh, with some Taj Gibson some Taj Gibson thrown in there um for the most part as a as a drop score type of candidate. Okay. If is starting at the five, I have no problems playing him against Drummond in tournaments. Um but we're gonna have to see like I said as of right now I'm not gonna worry about it. Okay. So let's go to uh, centers here. Carl Anthony Towns He's 11-2. He's expensive. I think a lot of people are going to go to Carl Towns over Nikola Jokic because of the perception of going up against a bead. If we look at this here, highest percentage to hit 60. Oops. Let's do this here. Okay, so as of right now, the way it's currently constructed, Cristiano Feliciano. Um... If he's getting 20 minutes, he's going to be a nice drop candidate. I'm doing this because I'm about to here. Let's just do that right there. We're going to hide 20 so I can make it a little bit because we need the 60 here so you guys can see. Okay. So this is where I would lean into the SIM model more uh, for tournaments. Okay. As you can see with these three guys right here, uh, Jokic, Towns and Embiid. Jokic, over the last two weeks, has the best matchup. He's projected to score the most fantasy points, have the highest value. He's also projected, or he also has the highest chance to hit 60 fantasy points, okay, which would be a quote unquote ceiling game. I think Abid's going to get some ownership. I think Jokic's going to get some ownership. And Towns is going to get some ownership. I think all three of them are going to get a little bit of ownership. But I think Jokic is going to be the lower of the amount. Um, right now on FanDuel with the update. Come on. I've got Jokic at... It looks like 11% pounds at 12 and Joel Embiid at 12 as well. Uh, But this hasn't been updated in a while. So we'll see exactly how that kind of plays out as as everything kind of makes it known. Um, Drummond against, I mean, all of these guys. Drummond against uh, the Knicks, fine. I, I don't mind it. Uh, I'm not gonna play Blake and Drummond together. If if you want me to go through, like we go through those two, we go back to the beginning, the first page. And and, like guys, I bounce around on this all the time, like this, Um, so I can kind of compare and contrast. We're gonna compare these two Drummond has the higher probabilities of a lot of these. But the value that you could possibly get like with um, with Blake at the 9K mark is a little bit better. I think Drummond's the better play. But don't be surprised if this becomes a Blake game. Obviously. Uh, You know, Hassan Whiteside is 8K. You're telling me I'm going to get um, I've got Hassan Whiteside against SAC, which is fine, but this could become a small type of game and be a lot of BAM out of Bayou. So Hassan Whiteside and Willie Cauley-Stein are both GPP options for me only, just because of the fact that it depends on how the game plays, I. Okay. Uh, Robin Lopez versus Brooklyn, I'm probably not because I would not be surprised if he gets bought out today. There's already been word about it. Mitchell Robinson, okay? if he starts, I like him a lot. Okay, So he would be a cash game type of play for me tonight. Uh, Mason Plumley, if Millsap is out, which uh, looks like He's questionable. Okay. Hey, if Millsap's out, Plumlee becomes in play again. If not, see ya. So we've got this as if Millsap is in right now. So see ya. Um, Thomas Bryant depends on the situation. Jarrett Allen, um, against Chicago. See this ADVP guys. Now the situation's kind of changed a little bit, so we've got to work at it, but see this ADVP is why we haven't been attacking Chicago or centers against Chicago. um, It's a wait-and-see approach with me on this one, okay? Um, DeAndre Ayton against Golden State. I don't mind it, I guess. Um, He would be more of a GPP because I think he's going to see, obviously he's going to see a lot of boogie, uh, but he's going to see some non-boogie as well. And I don't think Draymond can hold him down, to be completely honest. Um, if I was making 50 lineups, he'd be in maybe like 5%, uh, max 5% minimum, um, exposure for me. So right now, like these guys right here for me, they're all in really good matchups and everything. They're all cash game type plays. Uh, this guy's a cash game type play. I mean, I guess you could play boogie in cash. Um, he would be more of a tournament type play. Uh, and when I, usually when I do these, uh, you, they're both viable in tournaments and, but I make it known that I like them in cash as well. Um, Zizic against Cleveland or sorry, against Washington? Probably not. Um, just because I think I'd rather have Brook Lopez for a couple hundred dollars more. Um, and With Middleton out and Miritich probably not going to play. I really do like Brook Lopez. I don't know if he's cash game viable yet. I still have to look, but he's definitely in the player pool. DeAndre Jordan against Detroit. Um, Probably not. Not at that price. Not for 26 minutes. So just with the information, I'm probably not going to do that um, at all. So DeAndre Jordan's probably gone. Uh, Like I said, Kevon Looney, he would be a good drop candidate if you want to drop centers. uh, Just because if that game does get quote unquote out of hand, uh, he's going to get a little bit extra more run. Uh, Everybody else, we're going to have to kind of wait and see, especially like with this. But Let's go ahead and delete these guys right here. Just so we know what we're looking at. So basically what I would do is I would go through and I would look and I would put all of these guys, oops, into the DS that I have after I write them down. And this is how I use my player pool. Now with guys like uh, Booker, so if we go to stat muse and I will get out here in about five minutes, but if we go, if we go to stat muse and go, uh, Devin Booker, Vandal DK game log against, uh, warriors last three seasons and pull it up and his high is a 44. That's the only time he's broke 40. Um, You know, we do the 84, you know, we look at 46% chance. See ya. So now Brogdon becomes more in play. Um, If Wiggins doesn't become an option, Brogdon does, obviously. Uh, Still got to wait on the Sacramento situation. Hopefully we get word. Um, You know, Bledsoe now obviously becomes more of a play uh he becomes cash game viable for me uh Dennis Smith Jr you know we normally attack guards i like him i don't mind him but i think i would probably rather have um somebody cheaper maybe um or maybe even a Chris Dunn you know in these situations here um I don't typically play a lot of the point guards against Miami. He's going to be seeing a lot of Justice Winslow. Not going to go there. Jamal Murray or Dennis Smith Jr. I think I would probably take Jamal Murray, but I'm not quite 100% sure. Um, still a lot, of, a lot of stuff that could end up coming out as far as information that's going to change. But basically what this does is this gives you an, uh, an idea uh, exactly how I work the SIM model. Okay. I do this every day. I do it pretty much twice a day. And as you get, as you get quicker or as you get more used to how to kind of work through it, uh, it does get quicker. I promise. And, um, it does make things a lot go a lot smoother. Um, when you're talking about, uh, When you're talking about you know working a player pool quick i try to get the final sim model out uh 90 minutes to two hours before lock so we have a lot of this and then i try to get it done as soon as possible and then pivot on late news so um you know a great way to start with value is to go to 7x here and start looking at these guys you know if they've made your list uh, on the back end which the the positions then they're going to be you know, here as well. And like I said, I just use the positions and go through uh, and devise my player pool. Um, Typically my player pool will be narrowed down to around 45 to 55 players uh, on a, you know, eight, seven to 12 game slate. Um, So it kind of goes from there. So, uh, all right guys, that's gonna do it for us today. Hope everything kind of worked out. I did go over play so you can use this uh, later on. Obviously, information is gonna change, so um, try to make sure that you get everything um, good to go. I know we ran a little bit longer than an hour, but uh, I think it was a pretty good, and this could be used as a tutorial video as well. So uh, for myself, for the DFS Army, for Freebie Friday, Peace out. Gone.
1: Thank you for listening to the DFS Army podcast. Join the DFS Army today and gain access to our private Slack chat, where you can chat with real DFS pros and coaches, as well as other DFS Army members with winning track records. Also included in your membership is access to our premium articles, DFS Army weighted projections for every sport we offer, from NFL to F- MMA, weekly player picks and cheat sheets, the strategy vault of timeless concepts, and the DFS Army Domination Station, a truly state of the art lineup optimizer offering your personal projections or hours. The DFS Army membership is the best value across the industry. Join today and get two free ebooks, as well as the secrets to unlocking a new level to your game.